0: Financial literacy and the human condition. Welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Ram. Welcome back to Financial Fitness. I'm Jess Tyler along with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Ram, and we are talking credit and credit scores and the difference between all the various numbers you can get when you're going to look up this stuff.
1: Yeah, why? Why? Why are we reduced to a number? Can you tell me this? No, it's frustrating. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when banks got your credit reports and read them. Mm-hmm. What I do now for clients when they, they want to improve their credit is I have them pull their credit reports at a certain place, annualcreditreport.com, in fact, which I have nothing to do with, but which is a direct route to the three credit reporting bureaus that most banks use, which is TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian, all three of those. When a bank says to you, I'm pulling a tri-merge on your credit report, it's a combination of those three credit reporting agencies.
0: Does the bank usually look at the highest number from those three,
1: or they do an
0: average of what the three are?
1: It depends on the bank, but almost nobody will look at the highest number. They will usually look at the middle number. Okay, median. Yeah, at the median number, right. So why do we have this? It turns out that a lot of times people were not Either reading credit reports well, or I don't know, maybe it was too difficult for banks approving loans based on some lending person, some loan officer's opinion, which is used to be how it worked, right? You knew the loan officer at the bank, and the loan officer made some decisions. They might have run it up the flagpole, but in the end, the loan officer had some power. Mm -hmm. And today, I'm sure that still exists to some extent, but they have different tools. And a lot of times a loan officer is just taking an application. And to make things smoother, easier, more consistent, they use a score. Now, they will still pull your credit report. And if you have something that's unusual, your score is right on the limit. Let's say they need you to have a 620 score and you're at 619, you know. Then they'll start to read the report and see if they can do something to help you get approved for that loan. Mm -hmm. But the reason we have these scores it's all two guys fault. Seriously, <laughs> it's two men. Two men who, who do we who trouble. do we not like? Well, we, it's not that we don't like them, but they are responsible for reducing your credit report into a score. And they are Bill Fair And Earl Isaac.
0: Okay, I'll say I personally don't like them. (laughs) I won't say everybody. (laughs) I hate being reduced to a number. I just I find it frustrating.
1: Yeah, it is frustrating because and we'll talk a little bit about how they break this down and what things matter because they weight these different categories differently. So you might be doing very well in one area, Mm -hmm. think you're doing great, but something else you're doing on your credit report is harming your score. It's very frustrating for people to see their score go up and down and not know why. So Fair and Isaac, if that sounds familiar, it's FICO, Fair Isaac Company, Mm -hmm. was established in 1956. And they're based out of uh, Montana, Bozeman, Montana, I think, with a headquarters in San Jose. Anyway, 1956, these two guys decided, hey, we're going to start assessing risk and letting lenders buy that from us. We'll sell them the information and we'll say that we're good at boiling down how reliable you are Mm -hmm. when it comes to repaying your debt and they'll assign a number to it. Now, I think it was 1989 or whatever, they they started this numbering system. So that's your FICO score. Now, 90% of the top lenders in the country use FICO. That's what they're going to use. They pull your FICO score, they get that tri-merge from the three credit reporting bureaus, and that's what they're going to base your loan approval on.
0: What is the difference between the FICO score and the tri-merge scores?
1: So the tri-merge is just a, a term for a bank who pulls all three of those credit reports together and they get one simple report in their hand instead of pulling TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian together. Okay. It's a, it's a service. They get a tri-merge. It will give them the middle score. Mm-hmm. That's their tri-merge. So, but it's all still coming from FICO. That's okay. still your FICO stuff, there Isaac. Okay. It's all still coming from the credit reporting bureaus with a FICO score attached to it. Now, Credit Karma and other companies, I'm sure, are using something called a Vantage Score, which wasn't established until 2006, so it's pretty new, Mm -hmm. relatively speaking. And it's based on? It's supposed to be a more predictive way of telling a bank or a creditor whether you have a good history of repayment or not. Okay. They're both designed to predict ability to repay debt, but they work differently. So you could have a completely different vantage. You probably will have a completely different vantage score than you would have a FICO score. Now, Credit Karma, you've heard me say this many times about Yes, get your score from Credit Karma because it's free, but understand it's a good barometer, but it's not your real score that your lender is going to use, unless your lender says, we're going to use a Vantage score. But remember, 90% of the lenders are using FICO.
0: Okay, then why did Vantage even become, why did that even come about?
1: Well, I think they're competing. Okay. I mean, they come about in 2006. They can do things like offer your score for free on Credit Karma, which brings in People like you and other of us mm-hmm. who want to see whatever that score is, who believe it's their credit score, right? When their Vantage Score. Now, in addition to that, Credit Karma is using Vantage Score 3.0. Vantage Score 4.0 is already out. Okay. Vantage Score is only using two of the three credit reporting bureaus. They're only using TransUnion and Equifax. Yet one of the most popular ones is Experience. If you get a lender who is only using one of your scores, it is probably experience. So you can see why I'm starting to say, or why I have been saying, you know, Credit Karma is fine for what they do. I, I'm not beating up on Credit Karma. They've got free stuff. They do it just fine, but their little disclaimer there tells you that they'll probably make money on loans. If you read it, I mean, it's on their website. It's easy to read. You click the About button and right, read it. Right. But at the end, it says something about, you know, the lenders make money, you get a loan, whatever. I forget how it says it, but the end comment is that's why free is kind of our thing. So, I mean, they're not secretive about it. It's right there. But face it, who does that besides me? Who does that?
0: And it's good to be aware, like we've talked about before, before you're going to go get a car loan or before you're doing anything where you need a loan, you should pull your credit score. And this might not be the best place to get it if it's not going to be what banks are looking at.
1: Yeah. So let's start there. Ask your lender, what kind of score are you going to pull? You're going to pull my Vantage score or you're going to pull a FICO score? And go from there, right? Which credit reporting bureaus are you looking at? Is it TransUnion and Equifax or is it TransUnion, Equifax, or Experian or any one of the three?
0: And are people weird when you ask them that or is that a normal question?
1: No, it's a normal question. Okay. Yeah, they're not weird. Ask them, they'll know that you're being a credit savvy borrower, and you just want to know hey, where should I make sure that things are in order? Right? I want to get my house in order before I actually apply. Let me understand what you're going to be looking at. Mm -hmm. I think that's a totally reasonable thing. Okay. So, run through fairly quickly what the differences are between Vantage Score and Psycho because they are both. I think Vantage Score is certainly there for a reason. It's trying to compete. It, you know, some places will use a Vantage Score, but there are some major differences. So, the first is that FICO will offer not just your regular score, but they also provide something called industry-specific scores. Okay. So, like a car dealer or a, a bank that's lending mortgages, they might pull your industry-specific score because they're more interested, especially a car dealer, they're more interested in what your repayment history is with regard to automobiles mm-hmm. than they are about your tax liens. For okay. Reason. Yeah. Okay. So those scores range from 250 to 900. It goes down to uh, 250? It goes down to 250. Now, uh, I'm not saying you're getting a loan at 250. Yeah, I can't but imagine. it goes from 250 to 900. Okay. Your regular FICO scores go from 300 to 850. I
0: thought a good credit score was like 700. It's up into the 8s and 9s now?
1: Well, a good credit score is 700. A great credit score would be 800. Okay. Right? So, you know, but... Yeah, 720 is usually a barometer where banks will say, Yeah, at 720 we're going to lend money without thinking twice about it. Okay. At 720 you might be paying a higher interest rate or, or not be approved. Now, Vantage Score doesn't offer industry-specific scores at all. And initially, in 2006, their range was 501 to 990. Mm-hmm. But now it's 300 to 850. Okay, I didn't even so, know you could have a 990. Yeah, well, I haven't ever seen one, to tell you the truth. I <laughs> pretty darn good credit, but I haven't seen is that like Bill
0: Gates who has a 990?
1: Yeah, <laughs> or an 850, yeah. So the thing is, they've come to the same exact range as FICO. 300 to 850 are your credit score ranges. Okay? Mm-hmm. okay? Now, FICO tells you how much of your score, this is like taking an exam, you know, you have 25 questions and <laughs> 35% of your score is made up of, right? Please don't give me a test at the end of this. There will be no test. But this okay. is how Psycho does it. They just tell you flat out, look, your payment history is responsible for 35% of your score. Mm-hmm. The amount you owe, 30%. The length of your credit history, 15 New credit, 10%. And your credit mix, 10%. Now, the credit mix is probably the easiest one for you to adjust because I can tell you that FICO likes to see three revolving debts in one installment loan at least. In other words, three credit cards and a car payment, three credit cards and a house loan.
0: Where does if that you... thing fall that you that we've talked about before where you shouldn't really be charging more than 30% of your limit on a car? What, is, what does that fall under?
1: Oh, that would be the amount owed. Okay. Okay. That's 30% of your score. Yep, the amount you owe versus the amount they give you. Okay, so that's how FICO does their thing, right? Vantage score is a little less transparent. Okay. They say that your payment history is extremely influential. <laughs> okay? The age and type of your credit is highly influential. Okay. <laughs> the percentage of your credit limit used, the one you just asked me about, mm-hmm. highly influential. Okay, Total balances and debts. Moderately influential, recent credit behavior and inquiries less influential. Really, and available credit less influential. Really. So yes, so they're just looking at things differently than FICO is. So you ask me why does Vantage Score exist? It's because they think they're building a different, not necessarily better, but a different kind of mousetrap. Mm-hmm. There's some other quick things like FICO. To get a FICO score, you have to have at least one or more accounts open for more than six months. Oh, and you can't be deceased, believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> and, and so that will give you a FICO score. But if you have less than that, you're not getting a FICO score. Mm-hmm. However, with Vantage, you could get a score after one month of history with one account reported in any of the previous 24 months. So you might if you're pretty new to his, new to credit or you're just you know you only had one account in the last twenty four months but you haven't opened anything new, you could open a new account and a month later you might have a vantage score
0: is Vantage trying to get banks and auto places to start using them as an approval tool, or because it seems like if most places aren't using Vantage, what's the point of having one? Are they trying to get more well, people to
1: do it? That's a good question. I don't know what Vantage's business plan is, but I'm sure that that probably the case, but at the very least, if they can put a Vantage score on your website and you can give that to your customers for free, and that means you get a lot of traffic and you can get ads on your website. Sounds familiar? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So then you can draw that in, whereas FICO is very much guarded. You're not getting your FICO score for free everywhere just because somebody wanted it. So, So I don't know. We'll see where Vantage score goes. But it's important to understand when you're looking at that darn score and you're telling us, hey, this is my credit score. You need to understand, are you looking at your Vantage score? Are you looking at your FICO score? Or are you looking at some other score that is labeled as just for educational purposes only, which also exists?
0: You need to be really well aware of that before you go in somewhere to get a loan because it could be a rude awakening.
1: You, You really do. And, I mean, there's always changes about these things. You know, in 2017, the laws changed so that tax liens aren't hitting your credit scores as hard as they used to, and some are are not able to be reported. And, you know, there's always a change like this. So I understand that this is not what people, you know, want to have breakfast talking about necessarily, but I'm trying to save you from a problem here, which is you're coasting through life thinking the score you saw on that website is your credit score. Mm -hmm. And it may be better or worse, but it is not your FICO score unless it says it's your FICO score.
0: Okay. So definitely be aware of that. And then also be very aware that if you get something that says pre-approval, that doesn't necessarily mean you're approved.
1: Oh my goodness. (laughs) Pre-approval. Yeah, please. It doesn't mean you're approved. The only way somebody can approve you is when they have pulled your credit. And the only way they're doing that is with your permission.
0: All right. Two big points to remember from today's show. Where can people get a hold of you at?
1: They can reach us at 413- 773-3333.
0: Or visit hugyourmoney.com. All right. We will have more coming up next Saturday. I'll have questions for you next Saturday, too, from our listeners. I know you're excited
1: about that. I love the questions.
0: (laughs) Keep those coming in at jtyler at whmp.com. Love getting those for The Money Doctor. And we will be back next Saturday with Financial Fitness right here on WHMP.